worship him tonight and say, Lord, we worship him. Let's get him and bless his name and worship and say, Lord, we are grateful. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your blessing. Thank you for your grace. Thank you, Father, because you are good. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshiped. And so, Father, we worship you tonight and we say, Lord, take all the glory. Give us this month as a month of fulfillment. Father, anything that will not allow us to be fulfilled in life, remove us, remove it from our way in the name of Jesus. Let every one of us be happy in the name of Jesus. By the time we come to the end of this year, let each and every one of us have testimony. Outstanding testimony. Testimony of your goodness. Testimony of your favor. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. I'd like you to, with joy, greet five people. Say high five to them. Greet people, I say greet people, don't you just keep us a greet. Greet at least five people very well. Let's sit on the blue chair. Let's cockade the habit of sitting in the front and allow every other person that is coming to sit behind. Praise the Lord. If you are happy, shout, shout, hallelujah. When the month of fulfillment, whatever will make us to be a fulfilled person, the Lord will give it to us in Jesus' name. One of the things that guarantee fulfillment is abundant joy. And this month, God will give you abundant joy. You will have a reason to dance, a reason to laugh, and a reason to celebrate. If you believe, turn to your neighbor and say, I believe it. This is my month of fulfillment. I will have a reason to rejoice and to celebrate in the name of Jesus. This is Adam chapter 1 verse 11. We are reading Adam chapter 1 verse 11. Exodus chapter 1 verse 7. Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27. Those are the three scriptures I'm going to use to explain some things for us that will give us fulfillment this month. Fulfillment and joy. Fulfillment and joy. May the Lord God of your father make you a thousand times more numerous than you are and bless you as he has promised you. God has promised you fulfillment. May the Lord bless you. Multiply you 1,000 times more and give you abundant joy in the name of Jesus. That is the promise of God. The promise of God is that it's going to make you numerous. It will multiply you. It will bless you. It will give you fulfillment. Exodus chapter 1 verse 7. Exodus chapter 1 verse 7. Quickly. The children of Israel, but the children of Israel were fruitful. They increased and increased abundantly, multiplied and grew exceedingly mighty, and the land was filled with them. The children of Israel were fruitful in their body, in the work of their hand. They become, became exceedingly mighty, and the land was filled with them. I pray that you are going to grow and become exceedingly mighty. You'll not be a minor in this city. Amen. You'll be a major factor to be reckoned with. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The Lord will give you dominion in this land. Amen. You'll be like one man that become a forest. 
They say one man cannot become a forest. But with God, one man can become a forest. When the Lord gives you dominion, you become like a forest. The Israelites were exceedingly mighty. And the land was filled with them. May the Lord make you exceedingly mighty in the name of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27. Those are the things we are going to establish in our hearts for fulfillment. Because if you don't know the road to fulfillment, you will just not be happy. Complaining about everybody and you don't know there are some things that you should do to become a fulfilled personality in life. Look at what it says. It shall come to pass in that day that his body will be taken away from your soldier and his yoke from your neck and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointed. Every yoke of limitations in your life, may the Lord destroy them. Amen. Some of you are not saying it very well. Amen. It's only a witch and your enemy that will not say amen. I pray that every yoke of the enemy that will not allow you to grow, the Lord will remove it from your life. Amen. Okay, say amen three times. Please understand with me that if you are going to be fulfilled, you have to grow beyond limitation or expectations of your enemy. You have to grow beyond limitation. Even though you are starting small or you have a family background or a family problem or a family issue, you can grow above it and become exceedingly mighty. You can grow beyond limitation and expectations of people. You can come from anywhere, it doesn't matter. But you can grow and grow until you become exceedingly mighty. The people look at you and say, ah, this person is now an irresistible personality. You have to grow. When we are praying for breakthrough, we are praying for blessing. It doesn't just jump on people. Most of the time, breakthrough comes through growth. It comes as experimental increase. God begin to give you increase upon increase upon increase upon increase upon upon increase. And before you know it, what used to bother you do not bother you again. Used to worry about 1,000 naira. How the 1,000 disappear? But suddenly you are relaxed because 10,000 is not a chicken feed to you. You need to bother about little, little things. But those things don't bother you again because you have grown beyond that level of limitation. You have grown beyond that level of limitation. He told Esau, when you become mighty, you will break his yoke from your neck. When he was saying, ah, he has taken my blessing. He said, don't worry. If you can grow and become mighty, you will break limitation. By growth, you can break everything that people place upon your life. They just, they just don't know you are too small. You are, you are too big for that position that they have put you. Because you have grown. You have grown. When you refuse to grow, you'll be injured in life. Certain things will not work. And it's not working, not because the economy is not working. It's not working because of your level. It's not working because of your level. You need to grow beyond limitations of men, expectation of men, circumstantial expectation, economic expectation, and whatever environmental expectation that is prevailing upon this land, you have to scale your level above it. Because when you move above it, there is nothing again that will press you down. 
you have grown beyond limitation. That's why I'm praying for you tonight that you are going to grow beyond limitations in Jesus' name. There must be persistent growth per time because that's what we call progress. Progress is satisfactory progress. Success is satisfactory progress per time. You must be growing and be growing daily. See, help us to number our days so that we apply our path to wisdom so that there is growth. The economy is growing or the Nara is losing fallow, but you are also growing and nothing is limiting you. And nothing will limit you in the name of Jesus. How do you grow beyond the limitation? Number one, through generous thanksgiving. You give thanks in all things at all time. People that thank the Lord generously, they grow beyond expectations of men. People that, that, that complain, they are hindered by their complaint. Not because of them. It doesn't matter where you are. Wherever you are is good enough to thank the Lord. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. He said, give thanks to the Lord at all times in everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God concerning you. God knows that the only way to move up is actually by thanksgiving. Beside the tomb of Lazarus, Jesus said, Father, I thank you. Can you say with me this, this evening? Say, Father, I thank you. Thank you again. Say, Father, I thank you. Generous thanksgiving guarantee growth. John chapter 6 verse 23, the Bible says, Jesus multiply bread. Break the yoke of limitation over that bread where he had given thanks. Giving us a revelation that anywhere we want increase. What we should never do is to complain, but we should just thank God for it. Even though they may not be working in everything at all times, give thanks. Give thanks for your head. Give thanks for your finances. Give thanks for everything you can think of. Instead of complaining, be generous with your thanksgiving. You just must be generous with your thanksgiving. Because there are so many things that God has done for you that you cannot see. There are so many battles he has fought for you that you cannot see. There are so many things that goes on when you are asleep that you cannot see. And at times God expects to see some of it not that you will complain, but so that you can thank him. God can keep you in the midst of your enemy, and you don't know that you are still in the midst of your enemy. In fact, they can even come to you against you in your dream to attack you, but God will keep you. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord deliver him out of them all. That is why the righteous should be generous in thanksgiving. Not in what you see, even for what you have not seen. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Generous thanksgiving. Guarantee growth beyond the limitation. Generous thanksgiving. If somebody asks you, is there anything to thank God for? He said, plenty. What about my life? What about where I am? Never you compare yourself with anybody to complain. Compare yourself with where you are coming from. Compare yourself with people that are not where you are. And thank him generously. Let it come from your heart. Because nobody gets things from the Lord by complaining. Look at it. The elder brother of the prodigal boy complained. He said, I have been working for you. You never gave me anything. 
The father still said, what I'm doing is right. It doesn't matter how you complain. He is God. He's not a man. He's not your mate. The only way to get him on his side is to offer him a generous, heartfelt, thanksgiving. Generous, heartfelt, thanksgiving. Psalm 107 verse 1 say, Let us give thanks to the Lord, for the Lord is good, and his mercies endure it forever. Let's just tell him that he is good. Let's tell him he's kind. Let's thank him and say, Lord, you are merciful. You are God from what? From beginning to the end. You are God all by himself. himself. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. It is God, not because of you, that you have no reason to complain against him. Because you are not the one that made him with his. From beginning of eternity to eternity is God. Not by your fault. I know politicians will say, I will like be Odebe, I will ask Jobo. But you can't do that to God. The only complaint among, complaint among politicians, there is no complaint in George. From beginning to the end is God. All by himself is God. No place for argument. All we have to do in church is to thank him generously, profusely, because he will forever be God. Let the whole heart complain against him. He's God. He is God by himself. And that should humble you. He's God by himself. You just must thank him. First King chapter 3, verse 4. Solomon became the king despite his background. He went to Gibeon and over a thousand times, thousand rams offering to the Lord. Can you imagine that kind of a attitude? He did what no man has ever done when it comes to thanksgiving. You are not just thanking God that you are more money. It is another year. What do I thank God for? What have I achieved? Ah, if you are in the grave, will you achieve anything? Money that is, you can build and build and build and end up in six feet. It doesn't matter what you have built. It doesn't matter what you have. It does not matter your bank account. It does not even matter your clothes. You can't wear it once you are dead. So the fact that you can still wear your dress is enough reason for us to thank him. Now the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there. For that was the great high place. Solomon offered a thousand burnt offering on the altar. And that same night, the Lord appeared to him and said, I give you a blank check. If God gives you a blank check, you are going to go beyond your limitation. In our own time, it is not giving God a thousand bond of free. It's being generous with thanksgiving from our heart that God is requiring from us. Being generous. When you come to church, don't give back. Don't keep. I saw some people, one church, they saw a video, and they saw three rich men in that particular church. They were dancing like a baby. One meal, one music, one Monday. We are the biggest writer. They were dancing figurously like a baby. 
as somebody that, that is drunk. And they start mentioning their name. Look at this. Some of you don't even have money and you can't dance. Dancing is a sign of humility before God. You have to dance and move your body and tell him, Lord, I'm grateful that I'm alive. Have you noticed some people that are doing Thanksgiving and they will roll on the ground? They will roll on the ground. And yes, we come as if we are the most neatest people, holiest people. And when he says it's time for us to thank him, we are not generous enough. Generous Thanksgiving guarantee growth beyond the limitation. General, that is, it's not that I'm pushing you, but it's coming with a heart of a reason from your heart. The Lord, I want to thank you for what you have done for me. Generous Thanksgiving that come from your heart guarantee growth without limitation. Whatever he has done is good enough to appreciate him. Whatever he has done is good. No reason, no space for complaint. No reason. And don't give room for anybody that complain against God because he's God by himself. He's God by who? By himself. By himself. So you must appreciate him and thank him at all times. Lord, we thank you for this morning. When it's in the evening, Lord, I thank you for this evening. Whatever is happening to you, hover him a generous thanksgiving. And I pray the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Look, I know your family background is not good, but thank him with that family background. Thank him generously. Let it come from your heart. Let it not be by people pushing you to thank him. That don't you know that God is good? Let it come from your heart that you are truly appreciating God and you are worshiping him. And may the Lord accept your praises in Jesus' name. Number two thing that guarantee growth beyond limitation is by accepting responsibility. Responsibility is one of the biggest prize for achievement and for greatness. If you're ever going to go far in life, you must accept responsibility. Face the challenge of life. There are some times that God will expose you to responsibility. By accepting responsibility, two things will happen in your life. Number one, you will have an exposure that is uncommon. Anytime you accept a challenge that God is bringing your way, you will be exposed. Anytime you are exposed, you will be experienced. Anytime you are experienced, the next battle in your life will be easier. Climbing to the top becomes very easy when you have gathered experiences in life. That is why God will be throwing opportunities at you. And the only way to grab opportunity is to see it looking fine is by accepting the challenges and the responsibility attached with that particular opportunity. No matter where you are, if you are going to be great tomorrow, you must learn to accept responsibility that God is bringing your way. David was a animal yara, like a full animal boy. He was counted as one of the smallest in the house of Jesse. In fact, when they were counting people that can become king in future, the father did not nominate him. That was why he failed in the primary. The father didn't nominate him. But David got to the battlefield in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 32 to 37. He said, let no man's heart fail 
because of Goliath. Your servant will go and fight him. That is the heart of a king. A king is not known by the size of his throne. A king is known by the size of responsibility he is willing to take. A king in future, the next king. I preached a message some years back. Who is the next king in Overcomer? I say, the king in our midst tomorrow is not known by their height or by their beauty. He's not known by their provision. By their profession. I say, anyone that will be king among you, they were youth, overcomers then. We accept responsibility as a child. And by accepting responsibility, your throne is being prepared for you tomorrow. And happy. I know at least two of them that are multi-millionaire today. I know two of them. And he said, one of the things I can never forget that you preach is who is the next king. He said, do not look at his height or look at him the way they are looking at people. He said, I the Lord, I look at the heart. What is your heart like when there is nobody to fill a vacuum? Do you say, oh, thank God. Pastor's in trouble tonight. There is nobody to sing. I'm happy. He will now know that is a mess. I'm not a mess. You are the one in mess. Because by not taking up the challenge to sing, because somebody that have given this Lord did not sing, you are missing your throne tomorrow. Anyone that is dodging responsibility can never be a king in the kingdom. Can never. Mark my word. Some of you are still young. The next king in your midst, in future, is somebody that is going to dare the challenge and accept responsibility like David. Anyone that dodges responsibility, they don't go far. I've been pastoring for years. I've been pastoring for years. I've been pastoring. I know. I've been pastoring for years. The heart that accepts responsibility is the heart that grows beyond the limitations. Anytime you see a vacuum, say, let no man's heart fail because I'm ready. Look at what he says. Then David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. They were not pushing him. And Saul said, you can't. You are young. This load is above you. He said, no. I have been taking care. Let's read it to verse 37. Maybe we are going to get something. And Saul said to David, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him for you are a youth and he is a man of war from his youth. Watch him. But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep and when a lion or a bear, anytime a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, verse 35, I went out after it, struck it, delivered the lamb from his mouth, and when it arose against me, I caught it by his beard and struck and killed it. Watch verse 36. Your servant has killed both lion and bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them Seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. What does that mean? David said, nothing dies under my watch. I'm a responsible man. There's nothing you place in my hand that will fail. My father asked me to keep sheep. And I don't allow even the lion to get away with it. No lion will chase me out of my assignments. That lion, they never bore him. A lion came up against me, I fought him. Abia came up. I protected the sheep. I'm a responsible man. Let me go. 
If you refuse to accept responsibility, you have refused your throne tomorrow. To grow beyond limitation, you have to look at every opportunity with the mindset of accepting responsibility. You must be willing to kill Goliath. Must be willing. What did Goliath say? Choose a man that will accept responsibility to fight me. Choose a man that will fight me. For 40 days, all of them were dressed. Army officers. None was willing to sacrifice his life until David, a 70-year-old boy, was saying, I can do it. God said, this is the reason why I chose him. He's better than Hall. He's the next king. He's the next king. God will always prefer somebody that is responsible and available than somebody that is capable and irresponsible. God will always. God always uses available vessels that are responsible. Once you are responsible, he will give you necessary exposure. Once God gives you necessary exposure, you will get necessary experiences. Once you gather necessary experiences, every other task ahead of you will be easier. It will be easier. Now, you want to become a pastor tomorrow, they will first make you a group pastor. That's what God will do. Ah, they will say, Hold on to him. Nobody will listen to you. You pray, you fast, you talk to people, you beg them to come for a whole meeting, you beg them to come to fellowship. They have to take a delivery. The number of people that have attended fellowship under you. As an old pastor, God is preparing you for a greater resource because he knows you are going to be a pastor tomorrow. He's preparing you. But they are giving you a I'm busy. You take excuse out of your throne. Nobody grow beyond its limitation by dodging responsibility. It's accepting responsibility that make you bigger than your family background. Accepting responsibility. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 15. 50, verse 50. The Bible says, So David prevailed against the Philistine. David prevailed. The moment you make up your mind to face your challenges and to accept resources that come your way, you will prevail. I guarantee you will. The day you stand up and say, I want to face this problem. I want to be responsible to these challenges. You will prevail. Look at what happened. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in David's hand. David prevailed. With a responsibility mindset, you are going to prevail. You will grow. There is no escape route. Accepting responsibility is what guarantees growth in life. Accepting responsibility. Why do things fall apart? People don't want to hold things together. Nobody is responsible for anything. That's why things fall apart. Accept responsibility. And you are going to grow beyond limitation. Okay? Ruth chapter 2 verse 1. Let me go into the feed. In which site am I find people? Ruth was not just sitting down crying after they returned to Bethlehem. She said, let me go out and do any work I can to feed my mother-in-law. And she happened to find favor in the eyes of Boaz. Ruth accepted responsibility. She can be crying. She can be sorrowing. She can be looking for pity party. But Ruth said, let me go out. And God helped him. 
God directed his step. The moment you decide to accept responsibility, either for your family or responsibility in the church of God or responsibility at home, you will see how God opened doors for people that accept responsibility. God always makes way for people that accept responsibility. It's when you feel that responsibility is not your own. That's why nothing happened in your life. Okay, number three. Things that guarantee your growth beyond limitation is by asking God for more. John chapter 16, verse 24. He said, Eat at all. You have no ask. Ask until your joy be full. You have to ask God for more. Most of us are asking God for little. He said, Ask of me of nations. Ask for big things. Ask for great things. Ask for mighty things. Ask for things that will satisfy you. Look at what he says. Put it there now. John chapter 16, verse 24. John chapter 16, verse 24. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you receive that your joy may be full. That is fulfillment. When you have complete joy. And you get it by asking God for more. Don't just ask God for a meal. Don't just ask God for 1,000 naira. Ask God for a good life in school. Ask God for something that will satisfy you. Ask God for blessing. Ask God for open door. Ask God for something that will satisfy you. He said, you have not asked me enough. Ask and I will do it. Asking God for more is what guarantee fulfillment and growing beyond limitations. You know you still have limitations. I'm preaching. I always remember my mother. My mother will tell me, he said, my son, oh, till Moshin feel some need. Pray for God to bless you more so that I don't feel. Moshin need feeling. I say, I know, I'm still growing. I will ask him for more. And I discovered that when your parents love you, they will push you to God to ask for more. Umakpai said, his mother will say, go and pray for God to give me money. Go and pray. Pray to God. If you be a man of God, pray. Ask God for more. Then he said he prayed and God, somebody gave him money. He said, I prayed that I want to give my mother money. And they brought this. He said, he went and gave the money. The money said, this money is not enough. Move her calling me. I want to build a house. Pray for more. Pray for more. He said, and he prayed again for more. And God gave him. When you hear testimony of people that are praying for more, you will also want to pray for more. You will pray for more. God is not a respecter of person. The same Lord over all is rich unto all that ask him. When you ask him, he will give you. Pray for more. If you don't have enough joy, pray for more blessing from the Lord. Lord, open door. Lord, help me. Lord, do something wonderful in my life. Lord, I'm struggling. Lord, there are so many things you can pray for. I will guarantee blessing. Pray for more. When you are not praying, it is not my problem if God is not giving you. Because you are not actually praying for more. Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 says, ask, it shall be given unto you. He said, people that ask, receive. As we are asking God tonight, may you receive more. Pray for long life. Psalm 90 verse 15 and 16 says, with long life will I satisfy you. That means you ask until you are satisfied. You are satisfy you. I will satisfy you. If you are not satisfied, you are not ready to go. That's what he says. Psalm 15 and 16. Or 91. 
Okay, he shall call upon me and I will answer him. God will answer you tonight. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and I will honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and I will show him my salvation. The Lord will satisfy you with long life. You will not die prematurely. That's why we are here asking, Lord, satisfy me with long life. I want to see my children, children. I want to eat the fruit of my life. I don't want to die before my time. You're asking God for more. Ah, you don't wait until you are in a crisis time before you ask. That is why when you are all right like this, you come for a communion service and ask God for more. Lord, as I'm taking this holy communion, I'm taking it for longevity. I will not die of a bike accident. I will not die of a motor accident. I will not die in battle. I will not die of sickness. All our covenant father, when they are dying, they carry their leg upon the bed, they pray for their children, breathe their last, and they go. They go with peace. Go with peace. That's the covenant God gave for Abraham. That's the covenant he gave Isaac. That's the covenant he gave Joseph. That's the covenant. All our covenant fathers, Jesus said, nobody take this life away from me, I lay it down. That's what he said. With long life, will I satisfy you, and I will show you my salvation. So you ask for more. First John chapter 3, verse 23. And we are running up tonight. If you want to grow beyond limitation, you need to be asking God for more. Not we do the answer. Not you come to church today, you ask more thing. Tomorrow you don't feel like coming. Say, I don't, I'm even tired of asking God. If you don't ask God, go and ask your uncle. You can be sure you'll be smaller than your uncle. Because your uncle cannot give you bigger than what he has. He only give you some small, small thing changes. But if you ask God, it can help you to grow beyond your limitation. And this is his commandment that we should believe on the name chapter 3, verse 22. 22 is 22. First John chapter 3, verse 22. And whatever we ask, we receive from him. Whatever we ask, we receive from him. Whatever you ask from the Lord tonight, God will give it to you. Amen. You need a new house, God will give it to you. The day you complain that you need a car, God will give you a car. Amen. You are praying for new enlargement, God will give it to you. Amen. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandment and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. We are growing, we are not stopping, and we are growing far, far above predictions of men and limitations of people over our life. We are growing. We must be growing. That's how to grow beyond limitations of life. And how do you grow beyond limitations of life? I've given you three things. Number one is by what? Generous thanksgiving. Number two is by what? Number three is by what? Asking God for more. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet tonight. Stand on your feet tonight. Let's give it to him generously. To him that had the breath of life. Father, I thank you. Let's thank him and say, Lord, thank you because of all that you have done for me. I'm sincerely grateful for keeping me alive. I don't know about you. Some of you feel that uh, I know how to keep myself. But me, I don't know how to keep myself. It's God that has kept me. Let's thank him and celebrate him and worship him and say, Lord, I am happy that you have kept me alive and I'm grateful for your mercies in the name of Jesus. Your mercies have kept me alive. Thank him that you are alive. Appreciate him and thank him and say, Lord, I am grateful for your mercy. Be generous in your thanksgiving and appreciate him. Appreciate him with all the breath of your life. 
and thank him and say, Lord, thank you because you have kept me alive. Lord, I am sincerely grateful. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, I receive grace to accept responsibility that may come my way. Go ahead and pray. Some people are never responsible. God don't commit great things into their life when they are not responsible. Go ahead and pray and say, Lord, I accept responsibility. I receive grace to accept responsibility. I am not too young to accept responsibility. Whatever assignment you want me to do, I will do it well. I will do it with all my heart. I receive grace to accept responsibility. The next king in future is the man that has accepted responsibility. I receive grace to accept responsibility. Lord, help me to grow beyond limitation in the name of Jesus. Are we dear Goliath? Are we killed of Philistine? Are we accept responsibility in the name of Jesus? In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. I don't know what you want God to do for you that will make you happy this year. I don't know it. But I want you to close your eyes and ask God for more tonight. Ask God for something more that will make you happy. Ask God. You know, I've been asking you to ask. You cannot have fulfillment until you are asking God for more. Ask him for something unique tonight. So that your coming to church tonight will not be a waste. Ask him for something that those who are not here will be jealous of when they see it. Now I am asking for expansion. I'm asking for greatness. I'm asking for something that will make other people look at me and enter gutter. That's what I want God to do for me. He said, I have not called the house of Israel to seek me in vain. Your coming to church tonight is not in vain. Ask God for more. Ask God for more. Don't let anybody deprive you. If you desire it, he can give you. He can give you your need. He can give you your wants. Even that is not a need, he can give it to you. He said, with long life, I will satisfy you. And I will show you my salvation. Ask God for more. Ask him for more money. Ask him for more blessing. Ask him for more peace. Ask him for healing. Ask God for more. He said, either though you have not asked him for more, ask until your joy be full. Go ahead and ask him. As I take the Holy Communion, Lord, I'm asking for peace. I'm asking for enlargement. I'm asking for your breakthrough. I'm asking for multiple blessings. Multiple open doors. I'm asking you, Lord, for more. Let's throw a challenge and ask God for more. Faith is the hand I receive from God. Ask God for more tonight. Ask God for more. Anytime we come to God, we are asking God for more. Lord, help me. Lord, bless me. Even me, bless me. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and ask him for more. And I will give you more. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Whatever you have asked from the Lord, may the Lord grant you your request. May the Lord answer your prayer. May this night be a night of your testimony. Whatever dimension, no matter how big your request is, big things, may the Lord answer them. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Three things to grow is number one, to be what? Generous with thanksgiving. Number two, to be what? Accepting responsibility. Number three, to be what? Has any time you have opportunity to gather here, we are here praying for more. Don't let anybody deceive you. If you need anything, 
God can do it. Yeah, 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 yeah